You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Let's crack in the PGA Championship is over very, very recently. I cheekily asked uh, Ryan Fox if he'd come and have a chat, and he said, yep, no problem. So we're really privileged to be joined by Ryan Fox. Uh, Ryan, welcome. And uh, would you take that result, the Tide 23 on the tee, getting ready for round one? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you know, my prep was probably the, I don't know if worst is the right word, but definitely the most limited it's been going into a major and um, you know, come off four weeks off pneumonia, um, you know, having a having a second kid. It were, you know, the expectations weren't overly high this week, and um, yeah, definitely would have taken tied twenty third. And there were definitely some good signs out there this week, which was nice. Yeah, particularly round one, Ryan. You shot sixty eight, and the media couldn't get enough of you. Um, I think I remember you saying you had a hot putter there. Um, it must have been end of round one, you're sitting there going, how the hell did I do that? Uh, yeah, especially with how I had it. Ironically, I actually played Peter Green a lot better the rest of the week. Um, but, you know, a hot putter kind of saves everything. And, um, you know, I, certainly, I probably deserved to shoot three or four over at least that first round and, you know, kind of made everything I looked at. And it was a, it was a pretty good start. And then from there, I actually started to play a lot better um, and just kind of, struggled with a cold putter a little bit on the weekend, which was a bit frustrating. I, you know, today I actually played great Peter Green and left a bunch out there on the greens and um, you know, could have quite easily shot three or four under, had a few more putts drop. But as I said, there was, you know, there's some positive signs going into the next few weeks for me. How hard's the course, mate? Um, you've just played it. How hard was it set up? How long was it? Talk us through that. Um, yeah, I mean, the first couple of days especially, it was brutal. Um, you know, we, it's, I mean, it's 7,500 yards, which is what, 60, 6,800 meters or something like that off the back tees, which we pretty much played everything off the back for the week. Um, it was really firm and fast that, you know, the first couple of days and it was really hard to hit fairways. And, um, I'm, I guess anyone that watched it saw how brutal that rough was. I mean, I saw a couple of guys in my group had a hit shots that went three yards. Wow. Out of the rough, trying to trying to advance it forward. So when we're doing that, it's pretty nasty. Um, you know, obviously Saturday Saturday was nasty just conditions wise, but it, it softened the golf course up quite a lot, and um, you know definitely made it a bit easier for scoring today. You know, we had perfect conditions out there today. Yeah, you know, the golf course would still bite you if you missed it. That rough was still brutal. Um, the pins were tricky as well today, but you know with the greens being softer and the fairways being softer, it was a bit easier to to kind of control your ball um, and, and very little wind made a difference. But, um, yeah, it's definitely one of the harder golf courses I've played. It would be an interesting one to be a member of. I think you'd get your, 
you get used to getting your butt kicked every week. <laughs> You'd be, be a 10 handicapper moving out to 18 probably if you remember there. Um, cream in the majors does rise to the top and you're knocking on the door of the top 20 of one of the strongest fields in the year. All the majors are. Brooks Kepka, Scotty Scheffler, uh, one and two. A good tournament by Victor Hovland who was undone by a bunker. I find it remarkable Brooks Kepka can shoot nine under round that course. He's done it before. I mean, I he did it at Beth Page around a brutal golf course and won that in a canter um, a few years ago. And, you know, that guy just seems to live for the big events. Um, you know, he, he obviously gave himself a, a great shot at the Masters this week and you know, probably uh, this year and obviously let himself down. But John Rahm was pretty incredible down the stretch as well. And uh, I think he kind of had a point to prove today. And I, I think he, he definitely did. I mean, he just seems to be so cool, calm and collected in those big moments and hit all the shots you kind of needed to down the stretch and um, made the golf course look a lot easier than it was the last three days at least. Obviously, he's on the live tour, but to me, Foxy, he looks like the sort of guy that would enjoy the PGA Tour more because a lot more golf, familiar surroundings. It doesn't have the paycheck that he got from live golf. Um, I'm just wondering where his head's at now, happy to be live and play majors. Um, to be honest, I don't know. Brooks is a, I don't know Brooks well at all, but um, you know, anyone that's seen that full swing documentary um, that Netflix has, it was, you know, you could see that he was in a very, very dark place a few, a couple of years ago. And that probably, um, influenced his decision to go to live and it, you know, it would be interesting to see if he would make the same choice now you know he was he was injured and looked career ending I think they mentioned that on the coverage a couple of times today that you know his knees were bad and he wasn't sure if he'd ever get back playing let alone to the level he was and um, again that's probably a big influence in his decision to go to live um, but yeah I mean he's, he's comfortable in the big events I think even when he was on the PJ Tour he kind of he only really showed up for the majors as well. You know, he was a bit hit and miss um, on the P- in PGA Tour events that just didn't kind of do it for him for some reason. And I think he even said that in the media a few times that he struggled to get up for it and to get himself up for majors really well. And that still seems to be the case for him. And Another golfer I wanted to ask you about, you've probably never heard of him, but the whole world's heard of him now. Michael Block, I think he's the local pro, made a hole-in-one, tied for 15th. Every tournament has a fairy tale. How must that bloke be feeling, tied 15th? Oh, yeah, um, I actually played with him in the 2018 PGA at Belle Reve. Ah. Um, he's a he's really nice guy. He's a, I think he's a head pro down in California somewhere, Southern California, and... Um, yeah, I mean, it's just incredible. I don't think any PGA pro has finished anywhere near that um, since the tournament's been been going on, or certainly not in the last 25 years that I can remember. And, you know, to go out on the weekend, play with Justin Rose yesterday, play with Rory today, have a hole-in-one. <laughs> um, I think the tied, the tied 15th got him into the tournament for next year as well. I mean, that's... I don't think he could write a script like that. I mean, I'd, I'd hate to know what he would have been paying... Um, odds wise for for that finish this week, I can't. I imagine if someone had a bet on it, they would have done very very well because it would have. Yeah, it, it's it's almost unheard of. 
What's the crowds like, Foxy? You've played in big tournaments all over the world, and, and I always feel like at majors they're a bit more polite, a bit more, a bit more golf savvy. If it was, what was the what was the crowd experience like? No, they're definitely not up in this part of the world. They're definitely not more polite. I mean, New York's generally renowned, um, or the East Coast, or the Northeast, should I say, is renowned for being um, maybe a bit aggressive. I don't know if that's the right term for it, but the crowd was great this week. They're out there in force. They definitely want your attention. You know, you get kind of yelled at, um, you know, in between green and tea almost every hole and people want you to kind of acknowledge them. Uh, but they're, they're very supportive as well, which is quite cool. And, um, you know, you saw that the crowd following Michael Block and Rory today. I mean, it was, they kind of jumped on the underdog there and, we're cheering them louder than almost anyone out there. It's pretty cool to see, but yeah, it's, it's certainly um, it's a bit different in this part of the world. You know, you, you compare it to say the Masters, which the Masters crowds are are big, but they're very polite. You know, obviously you feel like you're stepping on eggshells a little bit at Augusta, where that's certainly not the case up here this week in, in Upper State, New York. Kiwi presence in the gallery. I'm always keen to know if you heard a, a give him a taste of Kiwi or he saw a New Zealand flag on some of the fairways. Uh, yeah, I, there's definitely a few Kiwis you could hear an accent. And there was a guy following me, following me around in a Warriors jersey for a couple of days. Um, so there's definitely not too many of those in this part of the world. So you've got, you've got to pick he's a Kiwi. Um, but it, it's amazing, actually, you see, you know, there is Kiwis all over the world and, you know, almost every week. Wherever I'm playing, whether it's in Europe or in the States, there's always a couple of random Kiwis floating around, which is very cool. Um, so what's next, Ryan? I wouldn't suggest you go and get pneumonia and have another kid to get your, get your fresh form on board, but um, you had a little break. You've just played a major. Uh, talk us through your next three or four weeks. Um, so I've got a child swab challenge or a cup or something next week in Texas at Colonial um, and in Dallas Fort Worth, uh, then the Memorial Tournament up in Ohio, which is Jack's event, um, and then I come home for a week, and then I've got US Open, and then I'm not quite sure of the schedule from there. Um, today got my special temporary membership on the PJ Tour, which um, basically means I get unlimited starts if I can get them instead of the twelve you get as a non-member. Mm. Um, so I still don't run. I I know what it means, but I still don't know what it actually means for my schedule going forward. So I've got a bit of, bit of that to figure out for in the next couple of days. Brilliant, Foxy. Um, taking up heaps of your time. Really appreciate you coming so so hard on the back of a, of a fourth round major. Always accessible. Really appreciate it, mate. And I know the listeners enjoy hearing from you as well. Uh, rest up and we look forward to following you. Thanks, Steph. Appreciate it, mate. Ryan Fox there <clears throat> out of uh, Rochdale. Someone just texted me actually. Uh, Rochester, New York State. New York State. Um, great to hear from him, and I just love the accessibility. I gave him plenty of chances to opt out, bearing in mind he's just finished a major, and he, he just loves talking to us and you, which um, is a really valuable component from one of our top athletes.